It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Happy Friday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We've got a lot of fun stuff for you on the docket today. We've got the uh, front office confidence poll that was run by The Athletic. Uh, interesting question uh, posed by Mark Lazarus in his mailbag. I think we're going to spend some time addressing. And because the Hawks have all the Johnsons, to wrap up the week, <laughs> we're going to do a Johnson draft. Yes, Greg, Mario, and I will all pick from our bag of Johnsons. And uh, they don't have to be hockey Johnsons. They could be po- politic Johnsons. They could be movie Johnsons. They could be, um, what else, music Johnsons. All sorts of Johnsons out there in the world for us to pick from. So uh, at the end of the show, we will do... Multifaceted Johnsons. <laughs> multifaceted Johnsons. All different shapes and colors and sizes. (laughs) If if it's a Johnson, we will grab it. Uh, We'll do that at the end of the show today uh, to have a little bit of fun uh, headed towards the weekend. (laughs) It's hard not to have fun when you're grabbing your Johnson. (laughs) That's exactly right. Get that on a CHGO (laughs) t-shirt. All right. So if you missed it yesterday, this is kind of making the rounds a little bit. Uh, Dom, is it LeCision? Am I? I don't know how to say Dom's last name. And I don't know what nationality this name is, so I don't know who to ask for clarity on the internet. I mean, he's uh, Canadian, so. L-U-S-Z-C-Z-Y-S-Z-Y-N. Lucision. I think that's be Slovakian for heat map. <laughs> it could be. For could unreadable be. graph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is some European word for number nerd. Flowchart. All right, so basically what it is is this is a front office confidence ranking that The Athletic puts out for their subscribers every year. Uh, Hockey fans jump on. They fill it out. You can choose to do the entire league. You can choose to do just your own team. Uh, Full disclosure, I did participate in the Blackhawks one. I don't know if you guys did as well. I did did as well. Um, But it's not great. It ranks (laughs) uh, the confidence from 1 to 32, and the Blackhawks come in. At number 30. Number 30. So they've Usually got... Usually good in the Royal Rumble, but not in this... Place. Yeah, exactly. Now, here's the question, fellas, and we're, we'll have a production meeting on the air. Should yes. we go, like, department by department here, tackle this thing as a whole? I think maybe department by department is the best way to do it. Yeah. So there's... Here are the categories, and they have two separate uh, grades for each category. There's the public, which is 
non-fans of the Blackhawks, and then there's the fan base numbers, or, or grades, rather. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first is roster building. The public gives the Blackhawks a D minus. That is 32nd dead last in the NHL. The fan base gives it a D. So roster building gets a D and a D minus, uh, as it were. And and I think I could see where um, everyone is coming from here. Yeah. Uh, you look at this team and it's it's not built to be competitive. It is not built to win. Um, it's not necessarily young. Um, so this roster, you can't really argue with it in my mind, is is pretty bad. And this seems like a, a pretty a pretty fair grade. The the category here is roster building, and this what the Blackhawks have done so far is basically roster dismantlement. Uh you know, you get rid of Alex Debrinkit, you get rid of Kirby Doc. Um you know, I, I think from the from the public perspective and you know, a lot of Blackhawks fans um are not on are are not like seeing the clear you know one of the categories we'll talk about is called vision, not really seeing the vision or seeing it and being like this is a bad idea, and I think you look at the way the roster is built and if you think about it because I did this poll in the in the mindset of like the this is what a rebuilding team does this is what a tanking team does and what you're trying with what your goal is trying to do for this season and next season they have built a roster that should be able to to accomplish that but if you're looking at it as being competitive to win a stanley cup yeah this is a trash roster yeah, yeah. If, if you just look at this roster in a in, you know in a in a vacuum and don't think about like why this roster is as bad as it is what the plan is then yes, it's a fair grade. If you just look at the names on the roster and don't think of anything else, it's a fair grade because it's a bad roster. Yeah, and I think on purpose. Yes. On purpose. So, exactly. and, and Mario, your point is correct that like if you're looking at this from the perspective of this team wants to rebuild, they're they're looking to still gain assets without spending a lot of money on the team. This building this roster, I think they did a really good job of that. Right? right, like if 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 the idea is tank and get assets, you went out and and signed three guys and Domi, Athanasiu, and Johnson that will get you something at the deadline. Mm-hmm. What it is, we don't know, but basically, you're paying for three or four unknown level draft picks. You know, you're just paying that money to have them for a total of not even three million. For the th- oh no wait is it three no. million yeah three million it's, for each it it's is, six it's, it's, se- it's seven million for seven the million. three of them right seven million for the three of them so you're paying seven million dollars uh, basically for a series of picks and maybe some lottery ticket prospects yeah a handful of draft picks yeah. yeah so I think when you look at like as we were going into free agency and we were discussing the kind of names the Hawks could bring in wouldn't you say that Athanasiu and Domi it, those two specifically, and then maybe even Jack Johnson would be higher level players than you expected them to sign. Yes, yeah. When they signed Athanasio and Domi, I I was very surprised that a those players wanted to come here, mm-hmm. um, and b that the Blackhawks were like, yeah, that that's who we were who we were looking to get. But you know, because I because I figured it was going to be you know roster as is, maybe a couple you know cheap 
veterans, and then they would throw in a, a couple of prospects, uh, younger players. But to go with, you know, guys who could, you know, to go the, the path of like, hey, like, let's get guys who are willing to come here and are looking to maybe, you know, uh, be be flippable deals, flippable players at the deadline. Um, I I was all all for that kind of move. So, yeah, I was I was actually I was honestly surprised when those deals uh, came through. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, like a level a little higher than they probably I thought they were going to go for. Not that they, you know, not that when they sign them, I went, oh, no, this team's too good. But, you know, they probably told them, hey, come here, perform well, and we'll send you to a playoff team. So they they, mm-hmm. they both probably figure, hey, chances are I'm going to be in the playoffs, not with the Blackhawks, but they'll, you know, if someone's trading for me at the deadline, it's a team that at the very least is is in the race the last six weeks of the regular season. Right. So they figured, come here, play big minutes. Both of them are going to be top six players. They're not going to be top six players if they would sign with, you know, the Rangers or the Lightning or whoever eventually mm-hmm. going to trade for them. Right. So come here, get some top six minutes, show that you can play in those roles. That will help you out for your negotiations for your free agent contracts next season. And then eventually play in the playoffs. So I, I think it was very much more appealing for guys like that than people want to say. Because I don't think either one of those guys are like, yeah, I'm going to go to Chicago and just play the regular season and move on. Next category here on the uh, Athletics uh, Fan Front Office Confidence Rankings is cap management. Uh, the the public gives the Blackhawks a D. The fan base gives the Blackhawks a C. And all I can think when I look at this is people don't like Seth Jones. That's it. That, I think that is almost. I think that is almost one hundred percent what those grades are about. When I yeah. look at these grades, I I feel like this is grading the team coming into, uh, mostly the team coming into Kyle Davidson's hands, and some of it is uh, what Kyle Davidson has done since he's taken over. But I think a lot of this is. Um, a a reflection of where the team was when Davidson took over for the previous front office. Well, and how many times we still get it? We still get it every day in our YouTube chats or on Twitter. Davidson worked for he shall not be named. He's the same guy. He spent twelve years working under him. Nothing's changed. People are dopes. People are dopes. <laughs> That's the bottom line. It could just be the name of this episode. People are dopes. Grab your Johnson with a bunch of dopes. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Well, you know, I mean, we're three dopes talking about it right here. I'm not. I'm not. No, I know. Saying I know. I'm above the being a dope. I. I mean, I. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go that hard on this because I think, at least just anecdotally, um, and I think you guys would agree that the vast majority of the people that interact with us on this podcast absolutely understand what the Hawks are doing. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. the three of us maybe deserve a little credit for getting that message out there and illustrating it clearly instead of flipping over tables and, and kicking things and swearing and MFing Kyle Davidson. You, you got to look at this thing for what it is. And it is certainly a rebuild. And beyond that, it is Kyle Davidson cleaning up for the last guy's mistakes. Yeah. He's got a lot of stuff that he's got to overcome and, you know, and, Whatever Kyle Davidson thinks of Seth Jones, which is probably what we all do. Good player, happy he's here, probably paid a little too much and a little too long. 
It's a rough contract. It is what it is, and it's going to be tough to navigate, especially as the team gets better, but hopefully the cap goes up, and that $9.5 nine that Seth Jones makes doesn't feel quite as restrictive as it did when it was signed uh, before last season. So I, I, I really think that out-of-town stupid is a big part of this thing. I also think it is uh, angry Hawks fans taking opportunity to just hit Fs across the board and hit send yeah. to express their anger. Um, but this is the data we have. I just think that specifically the CHGO audience uh, really understands um, what the Hawks are doing here. So we're glad you guys are here, and uh, thank you for being mostly reasonable. I'd say the vast majority of the interactions we have are People might not like it, and I don't know if I like the fact that they're rebuilding either, but it's necessary, right? It's it's we'd long all, overdue. We'd all love to talk about a team that's going to compete and go for it, but that's just not the reality. Um, and and to compete and go for it is kind of the the reason that we're here. And we've, we've said that a, a, a number of times, is that when the team looked like, hey, we might need to uh, fix a lot of things here, um, those things weren't addressed properly and it was just like, Hey, slap a bandaid on it and we'll figure it out next year and we'll see what happens this year. And, and, and that's, that's why we're now in this position where things really have to kind of crumble down so they can be built back up again. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, there's, there's people who are just, they, they want to see a competitive hockey team. They don't really care about, you know, the, the next two, three, four, five seasons down the road as, as fans. And I get that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like you know the, the the majority of the people that we've that we've interacted with, like you said, Jay, I, I feel like a lot of people are are, are getting it, um, and it's just kind of you you kind of just have to accept this season for what it's going to be, and uh, and and hope for the best down the road. Yep. Uh, next category we have is draft and develop. Uh, the public gives the Blackhawks a D minus, good for thirtieth, and the fan base gives it a D plus, good for 29th. Um, I mean. That's Again. fair, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's an indictment that, on the previous regime. Yep. And yes. then hopefully by the time this poll is done next season and two years from now, that grade is going, you can only go up and we <laughs> right. knew this. If they, we knew this. Thir- <laughs> if they land at 31 or 32 next, next year, then we're, uh, we're something's gone it's wrong. Gonna, yeah. Something has, has gone terribly wrong, but th- this is a fair grade, but that's got, that's not a reflection on the current regime. That is, basically calling out the previous regime and telling them that they were terrible at developing players, which is a 100% cold, hard fact. Uh, There's a quote in here from a fan, an anonymous fan. It says, quote, tanking is not the way to success. Trading away good to great players like Alex DeBrinkett and Kirby Doc is not the way to win. Davidson is off to a very bad start, although he still has a long way to go to beat out he who shall not be named. He didn't say that. I said that for worst of all time. So, say, wow, that's really picked up. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Here's everything. Stan Bowman is not the worst GM of all time. Like, I just said, no. It again. Damn it. No. Yeah. I owe another six dollar. bucks. Six no. bucks. I owe six now. Bucks. Um, it's just, no. He's, he's not. not. But he is definitely not the. Uh, he doesn't live up to what the the resume of of having three cups uh, to his name. Um, would 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 project yeah i mean he did he did a lot of really good things during those cup years a lot of savvy moves that i think go uh underappreciated bringing in the right type of veteran players in here making some of those deadline deals for that final piece he needed 
and then I believe what happened there was he read his own press clippings and he thought his own he thought he was the greatest thing ever and stopped listening to anybody else that wanted to advise him down a different path, and that led to his downfall. Um, that he just believed he was the smartest man in all of hockey, and that was far from the truth. Yeah, um, I, I mean, success got to his head and and ultimately screwed him over uh, when, but he earned that success he made some great moves i mean yes did he build those championship teams no but did he make some really good moves that helped those teams win championships absolutely yeah he was he was basically given the keys to like a vintage corvette and 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 knew how to drive it knew how to get the oil changed, knew how to put air in the tires but when the transmission blew out he did not know what to do and now right. we're we're left with the rusty old Corvette in the driveway. Pretty much, yeah. If he had any <laughs> inkling of how to negotiate contracts and any an ounce of foresight, you know, it wouldn't have gone as bad as it would have. Yeah. That's for sure. Boy, it's uh, it's, it's bad. Okay, uh, trading. <laughs> uh, both the public and the fan base give uh, the Blackhawks a D minus. That is thirty second among the the public and 30th among uh, the fan base. Again, very that's understandable. A low grade. No, it's, I think that's a low well, grade. I mean, yeah, that's, that's people angry not getting a truckload for Alex to bring it. But you look, you got two damn first round picks for Brandon freaking Hagel. Come on now. It's and you it's, enter, and you got three first round picks in one day. I mean, that's pretty damn impressive. It's people only focusing on the return for DeBrincat, which, yes, was yeah. underwhelming. But if you look yes, at it was. if you look at all the trades made by by Kyle Davidson since he took over as interim and then permanent uh, GM, it is a net positive, and I, I would give it at least a B because mm-hmm. you flip you flipped Alex Nylander for Sam Lafferty, you got a a haul for Brandon Hagel. Uh, you got, you know, a, a second round pick almost turned into a, a could have turned into a first round pick for Mark Andre Fleury. Um, you got a first round, yeah, three first round picks in in this last the 13th year's thirteenth overall pick for Kirby draft. Doc, and a, a the thirteenth overall third. pick for Kirby Doc. That nobody a, thought it, it would ha- that would happen. You got thirteenth overall and a third. You got a you got a first round pick for taking on Peter Morazic. You got a fir- you got a first uh, and a second. And a future pick out of Alex Debrinka, and if Kevin Korchinski hits his ceiling, like that's that's fantastic. It's 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 yeah. hard to grade all of those trades because a lot of the the pieces that came back from it for the Blackhawks, um, they just got into the organization. So you gotta you gotta give it time to figure out how those go. Davidson and when Davidson inherited this team, they had no picks in the first round and one second round pick. And on the draft day, he made three first-round pick. He made five picks in those first two rounds. So mm-hmm. that's better than a D minus. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agree with that, especially when in, when viewed in the context of the rebuild. Uh, free agency. The public gives the Blackhawks a D minus, thirty-first, and the public, or the fan base rather, gives the Hawks a D plus. That's good for twenty-eighth. I don't know what. Is this Mario killing it because uh, Phil Kessel's not here? Is that what's going on? Yeah, I think I tanked this one. <laughs> a plus if you get if you get Kessel. My bad, guys. I set the bar too high. Yeah, I just don't I, know what I don't know what people wanted for agent wise. Right? Did you want them to go get Nazem Kadri? Like that wasn't going to happen. Sorry. Like the, I, honestly, like getting the players that they did in free agency, like we said uh, earlier, 
I was like pleasantly surprised about. And if you look at what they're going to potent, most likely do with those players, it's all in the the, the plan of, of rebuilding. So, yeah. yeah, like did did they not go out and get the big fishes? Sorry, that's not the, where this that's not where this organization is at right now. Yeah, and they, again, just like if with the roster building, if you just look at the names on a piece of paper, you go, yeah, those aren't great. But then when you put them in the context of what they're trying to accomplish, then you pretty much got exactly what you needed. Vision is the next category. A D minus, good for 31st from the public. And a C minus oh, from the fan base. That's good for right. 25th. All right. Um, Jeez. So for, for here's the thing. Uh, this to me should be a, a Y or N. <laughs> Does your team have vision? Does yes it, or yeah, no? Right. Pass yeah. fail. Uh, because this is not a do you agree with the vision? It is does your team have a vision? And clearly the Hawks have a vision. And like we said, first time o- in a long time. Yeah. And like we've said over and over again, whether or not that vision works out and comes to fruition and creates the next great Blackhawks team remains to be seen. But it is a vision nonetheless. And that mm-hmm. is uh, a hell of an improvement from where the Blackhawks have been uh, for the last, what would you say, at least five years? It's been five years since the Nashville sweep, so yeah, yeah, I would say at least five years. That yeah, I, I think, right. I think, it, yeah, you don't like you said, you don't have to agree with the vision of rebuilding, but at least, at least Kyle Davidson didn't come in to the 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 role and say like, okay, we're just gonna keep going for it like no like that's that then the people who are like oh he's just bowman again yeah they'd be right up oh. yeah 50 that's cents. 50 cents damn <laughs> i was going i was going a long time you, yeah, without saying anything ah oh, that hurts um but yeah like then those people would be right but this is kyle davidson coming in with a with an a, a vision for the team a plan for the organization moving forward that the previous regime never would have would have considered or if if it ever happened it would have been you know resisted against so i think you know you you look at the vi- the, the vision grade from the fan base is at least it's okay i get it c minus sure there's people who are going to like it people who are not going to like it but from the public I, I again i feel like all the public uh votes should should just be taken with a huge grain of salt in that like the public hate the blackhawks like that's just yeah whether it's the logo or the Kyle Beach scandal or um, right. just hating just just hating on the success the team has had for or had had for a, a long time um and then you know why would they trade Alex to Brinkett f like i i just feel like that's the the public vote should just yeah. kind of be tossed I really don't out, care I what say. people in St. Louis think about the Blackhawks front office vision right. like well, and, i don't that, care uh, look that's it's, why it's, it doesn't mean anything i only opted to do the Hawks one cuz i don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not vote. I'm not voting on what the Capitals are doing. I don't care. Right. And I Go also ahead. don't. Yeah. I also acknowledge I don't have the. I don't have the knowledge that I should to right. vote with a, you know, with enough of an education. All right. So the total grades here, uh, public gives the Hawks a D minus, and the fan base gives the Hawks a D plus. Uh, I don't know if you guys have looked at this yet, um, but there's two teams overall worse. Than the Blackhawks. Do you have any guesses on who they are? If you don't know off the top of your head, if you guys know, play along at home. We'll give you uh, five seconds to think about I, it. I don't know, but I would guess it would be the Arizona Coyotes and the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, no, no, on either. No, the, uh, the one is. 
uh, I know one. I don't know the other. Okay. One is Vegas, right? Then yeah, thirty first is Vegas. The other is love it. <laughs> Thought you might. Is it Philly? Philly is last. Philly is oh, dead last. Yes. Well, that doesn't surprise me because Philly fans hate everything. They could have won the cup <laughs> and they still think everything sucks. Like that again. These are opinion based polls. Um, and I think again, it's a lot of people like myself crapping on Vegas, uh, and rightfully so. They're just tired of the whole shtick and how they got to go make every trade and circumvent the salary cap. And and as I said, Philly. I mean, Philly threw sn- snowballs at Santa Claus for Christ's sake. They yeah. don't like anything. So. By the way, the Coyotes yeah. up from 30th last year to 22nd this year. Uh, from what I can gather, their fan base is just pretty happy with everything. Uh, C plus roster building, C- B, B plus cap management because you're not paying anyone, B right. minus draft and develop, B for trading, C plus in free agency, B for vision, B minus total. So good, I guess good for the, Arizona. The, it's sure, an optimistic sure. fan base. I, I guess. guess so. When you don't really good thing, watch good the thing, game. St- good thing stadium quality wasn't a uh, category. <laughs> that would track <laughs> him down a little bit. Uh, quality and size are different things. That's what she said. Uh, so she's yeah, back to our exactly. Johnsons again. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. A couple things here. We got to get. Uh, we're going to get to the little uh, nugget Mark well, I, Lazarus dropped. Go ahead, folks. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to say. The also with, at at the at the bottom of the uh, of the rankings there, there's the more or less uh, change in confidence uh, from year to year, uh, from from last year to this year for both the public and the fan base. The the public vote eighty seven percent or eighty four percent of the public is less confident from from last year to this year in the, in the Blackhawks front office. Beyond hating on the Blackhawks. You're gonna you're gonna say you're less confident in someone who didn't harbor a sexual predator, right? And drove I mean, a, and drove the franchise into the ground on his way out. Like, how, like I don't know how you could be any less confident in Kyle Davidson than you were in he who shall not be named. Right. Like, I wonder what again. Per- that's yeah. that's your out of town stupid right there. Yeah, that's I wonder what just... what percentage of those people even know the Hawks have a new general manager. True. Probably that's not. Good, yeah. That's a good point. Um, uh, yeah. But more optimistic is the fan base. The majority of the fan base, uh, 47% more optimistic or more confident in, in Kyle Davidson than in last year. 37% less confident. And the middle percentage must be the be? same. Six, six yeah. percent even. So we'll see. We'll see. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of years here. But I, I really think. You know, when 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 the when the fans see the team on the ice, they're probably gonna kind of get what's happening and and probably have a more clear understanding um, come the trade deadline. And that's what we're gonna get to next. But first, we got to tell you about something very very cool. Uh, White Sox fans, you've still got almost two months left. The playoffs are right there for the taking, despite what happened yesterday. The Sox still have a chance to win it all, and so do you. This Sunday only, August twenty first, as the Sox take on the Guardians. Points Bet and CHGO have an offer for you to guard your cash when you sign up. For Points Bet, use the code CHGO when you sign up. Make a $50, $51 bet, either pregame or live, and you'll get $51. Yep. Pregame or live, and you'll get $2,000 in risk free bets, up to a CHGO yearly membership, a Psy Cease socks shirt. An exclusive CHGO socks script shirt, only available with this offer, and a pair of slides 
from the CHGO locker. I saw all this stuff, fellas, when I was watching the Bears postgame last night. By the way, over a 1,000 people watching the Bears preseason postgame show oh, yeah. around like 11.30 at night. It was unreal. The, the 2-0 Bears. Bears, Super Let's Bears, go. Super Bowl, Play it a week, baby. Points yeah. back. Play it a week. Hits. That's it. I mean, just <laughs> we are, we take are the Bears on the money line all week, and we will go undefeated, my friend. We are also 2-0 yes. on the pick of the week if you just go by the last two picks. That's it. Right. And that's all that matters. We only started Truly. two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all that great stuff. All you need to do is sign up on the PointsBet app using the code CHGO. The best deal in town just got better. So recapping, you sign up with code CHGO. Make a $51 or more bet, either pregame or live. This is on August 21st, okay? You're going to get two grand in risk-free bets a CHGO yearly membership, a size cease sock shirt, an exclusive CHGO sock script shirt, and a pair of slides from the CHGO locker. Those slides are really cool. I need a pair. I wonder if I, I can like just a get a pair. Um, maybe I'm going to be, I don't know if you can order them separately, but I'm going to try. Uh, maybe get I'll a pair, lay Jay. down a bed to start a second account of points bed. Get my wife on board, all that sort of stuff. There you, you go. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, do that. That's a great deal. Uh, that is for the 21st, which is Sunday. So this is our last chance to tell you about that. Oh, and while my mind is there, Ooh. before we tell you about FOCO, starting Monday uh, until the season begins, we will be Monday through Thursday live at 1.30, not 11 a.m. anymore. It'll be 1.30 until the season begins. Then we're going to have our wacky like post-game shows and all that, and the schedule will change, and we'll keep you yeah. updated. But um, you know, I know a lot of people have started to schedule their days around our shows at 11 a.m. Starting Monday, they'll be at 1.30 p.m., so just make a note of that. Uh, Central time. Central time, yes. And the Friday shows will be kind of like whenever we get a chance to record in the morning and whenever it's up, and we'll try to do our best to let you know when that will happen. But uh, Monday through Thursday live at 1.30 p.m., so just keep that in mind. All right, Greg, uh, tell us about uh, yeah. tell us about Foco. Yeah, when the Bears team can get a thousand people watching at eleven thirty for preseason, they can start their show whenever they damn want to, and we adjust <laughs> accordingly. And we appreciate. Thank the you lead for in. this week's paycheck, CHGO Bears. I appreciate everything you do. Uh, speaking of CHGO listeners, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams like those Bears and the Blackhawks. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around, Foco. Got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, the north side or the south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Fall sports are just around the corner, so you're going to still got a few weeks to wear that Blackhawk Speedo, but eventually you're going to want some hoodies and stuff like that. Get decked out like your favorite Chicago Johnson with apparel from the leader in sports <laughs> merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life, or the hockey fan, or the basketball fan? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO, F-O-C-O dot com. And also, as an extra bonus, use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off all non-presale items. Check out our friends over at FOCO. Get ready for hockey, basketball, and football season. And the baseball playoffs, maybe, kind of, sort of. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, the baseball playoffs will be taking place. There's no doubt about yeah, that. It's just a matter happen. if anybody from this city is going to be in them. Yeah, that's uh, – we'll see. The Sox really do have a good chance. It's just uh, I, they got to put it yeah, together. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the right division to be mediocre and still play in the yes. postseason. Yeah, and yeah. there's still that feeling that they have not played their best ball yet. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, all right, real quick, Mark Lazarus published his mailbag today. Uh, and got a question in there from Peter G. 
Uh, I assume it's Peter Griffin. He says, uh, was, thinking it about wasn't Steve. <laughs> no, not, that's other ones. Uh, thinking about Bergeron signing with Boston for don't give away my thing, man. <laughs> thinking about Bergeron signing with Boston for two and a half million. What are the chances Taves and or Kane sign for cheap to finish their careers as Blackhawks? Um, Lazarus sort of dismisses it. Um, I think if we talk about this, I think the idea of Patrick Kane coming back for a number that low. Can, can be completely dismissed. No, that won't yeah. uh, happen. No, I, I think not that low. I think if Jonathan Taves sees enough this season to say, "All right, I like Luke Richardson. Some of these young players are are cool, and I can see the future in them. And I maybe I'll, I want to stick around here instead of being traded." You could probably get Taves to sign a two year deal at two and a half million to stick around here. Uh, I think that that's a long shot that he's going to be. Like yeah, I'm sign me up for more of this. He might right. not demand yeah. a trade today, but I do. It does feel like and look, things can change. Like I said, when the season begins, maybe he's enjoying it more than he expected. But I, it feels unlikely that he wants to be part of this long term. Uh, Patrick Kane, though, no. I mean, not that. Cheap. Maybe he signs here for seven instead of eight or nine. Mm, even that, but. It's yeah. not. It's the, not going to be. He's still top of his game. He would get if he became a free agent next season, which he very well may. He will be the top available free agent. Like, oh yeah. Despite mm-hmm. his age, he is he is better now than he's ever been. He's still the. He's still an elite level player. Um, I just i I think seven million would be. Ooh, I mean that's that seems really low for what he would be able to uh, to bring to the table. I think if he if he's in a if if he's in a position that he says I, I see enough to want to stick around, um, if he really truly does uh, value being in Chicago and and finishing his career as one of the greatest um, Blackhawks, not just in you know um, winning Stanley Cups and and being an MVP, but also holding records, um, team records. I think that that's something that you could you know he he. He, if that's something he really wants, he could maybe come back, and and you might be able to get him at a maybe nine million dollar range, eight and a half, nine, uh, to where he's still being you know paid as one as what would be the best player on the team, but also you maybe could get him a little bit cheaper. Um, the the term too would be would be interesting because how long does he have left in the tank? You you'd think by the way that he's playing, it's a it's a handful of years at least um but also how long how long would he see fit to if, if he likes what he's seen from the team so far uh throughout this season and where the you know where the future might be how long does he give it so i don't know i think i think taze if he if he because because it sounded like he was optimistic about playing for luke richardson um, again, I I feel like playing for Luke Richardson is going to make a big difference for for some of these veterans uh, that have been around for uh, at least two seasons, because the change from Jeremy Colleton to Derek King to Luke Richardson, um, by all accounts, should be uh, a, a big step up in um, just coaching presence uh, and 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 ability and a, the and an ability to kind of command a locker room and 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 be a be a coach that players want to play for. Um, so I don't know. I think I think that could play a, a major factor for Jonathan Taze, and um, you know if if he feels physically uh, right and he's playing better than he did last season, 
and he's he's gelling with Luke Richardson, and and maybe he sees playing another two seasons. Why not be in Chicago? Why not maybe play with Connor Bedard? Why not um, see where it goes? Uh, and and I think you know he's kind of in that same realm of Bergeron as like probably on the last legs of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if he wants to uh, if he wants to stick it out with the team that he's been with his entire career, you might be able to get him at a at a Chicago discount. Yeah, and I think these situations are a little bit different. Obviously, as you as we said about Kane, he's not coming back that cheap because thirty one other teams would love to have him on the on the team. With Bergeron, there were two options: he's either going to come back to the Bruins or he's going to retire. There was never any talk about well, he's going to test the open market and see. Because if he did test the open market, he would have got a lot more than two point five million dollars. Yeah, he would have got a lot more than anything Jonathan Taves would get if he gets on the open market. So I think it was more of the fact that, like, you know, if, if Kane gets to the open market next summer, it's not – it's only the Blackhawks or retirement. It's who's going to pay him the most money. So the, not the same situations to really compare. Taves maybe, but again, I don't even think that's the same because Bergeron to me is is still a far better player than Jonathan Taves at this point of his career. Just won the Selkie. <laughs> yeah, and, and if Bergeron had hit the open and was really serious about just being a free agent and going to the best situation for him, he would have gotten a lot more than that $2.5 million. So I don't think he could really say, hey, look what Bergeron did and compare it to either of those guys and the Bruins if you squint real hard our playoff team is coming yeah that's the other thing they're not a rebuilding team yeah so it may be a like unfinished business for Patrice Bergeron maybe he's got that feeling I don't think the Bruins are going to make the playoffs ultimately but they'll at least be there They'll be they'll they'll be competing for that last playoff spot yeah let's let's you know let's get the band back together one more time and see what we can do here because this 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 year might be the Bruins' last shot at a, I don't think they're gonna win a cup, but their last shot at even being in the conversation. So yeah, uh, we shall see. All right, shall we uh, get on with our Johnson picking? Sure. All right, I've yes. pulled up um, wheelofnames.com, nice. um, the very official wheelofnames.com. I'm going to spin the wheel. Will there be sound that the audience can hear? We're going to find out when I spin the thing. You guys will not be able to hear it based on uh, mixed minus things that are very boring to non-radio and podcast people. But trust me, I'm spinning a wheel. All right, there it goes. See, I can hear it clicking. Mm-hmm. The audience can hear it. We've done uh, this before. Yeah, the first pick goes to... Oh, I got the first pick by a nose. Again, man. Every time we go to Wheel of Names, Jay magically, you can't hear what I'm doing here, but somehow I always get the first pick. It's so weird. I don't know what's going on. All right, we'll spin it again. I want to recount. (laughs) Wheelofjay.com. All right, Mario goes second. Greg, you get the third, but it's a snake pick. Well, you got to go snake in a Johnson draft. Come on. Or in some situations, we'll call it a worm draft. All right. Uh, the one-eyed snake draft. Well, the, all right. So just to clarify the rules here, everybody, uh, we are picking Johnsons uh, in honor of the signing of Jack Johnson and the already existing Tyler and Reese Johnsons on the Blackhawks. They've got three of the five NHL Johnsons. Um, so why not have a Johnson draft? Uh, these are not just hockey Johnsons. Uh, these are Johnsons from all over the world, uh, from every walk of life. Uh, every shy, size can and they shape be fi- of Can Johnson? they be fictional Johnsons? Do they have to be real people? Ooh, yeah, I was going to say. curveball. I was going to say, could we do, uh, 
fictionals. I will allow it. I will allow oh, fictional right. Johnsons. Well, thank you, up. Mr. I rigged the first the... pick of the draft. <laughs> I got I to give you some leeway, I suppose. Yeah. That opens up the board. All right. I uh, Boy, I, I got a lot of Johnsons here. Yeah, right you got in front all, of my face. All the Johnsons you could ever want. I've got at least a dozen Johnsons in what, front of me. What other right website now. are you on besides Wheel of Names there, Jay? <laughs> Why are there so many pop ups happening right now? All right. Uh, the first Johnson I will select is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ah, uh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that, that was the uh, that was the easy pick right there. That's the easy pick. Is uh, he the is he the biggest Johnson in the world? Uh physically, probably. I don't know, we'd have to get his wife on the show. <laughs> So childish, I love it. <laughs> I right, can't wait so to I see the, the graphic that uh, that we're gonna have to have Lawrence make <laughs> for our Johnson draft. Yeah, that'll that'll get very creative. All right, so I'm I'm second. Yes, I get the second Johnson pick. All right, I am gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to the world of basketball and go with Irvin Magic Johnson, um, one of the best players to ever play the game. Uh, could have been a Chicago Bull at yeah. one t- at one point, but uh, they ended up with Michael Jordan, so it all worked out. That worked out right. Uh, they some call him Alexei Zhemnov on skates or on uh, sneakers. <laughs> is, that, is, is, that, <laughs> is that so? Yeah, yep. That's it goes both ways. Say. Then. Yeah, it does. Yes. All right. Plus, Magic can get you a lot of free movie tickets. See, and Dodgers tickets. And you could guess ah. on his short-lived talk show. Free movie tickets. I don't get that. He owns like he a owns a giant change of movie theaters. Oh, oh, good for him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. All right, Greg, you got two Johnsons. Congratulations. Double Johnsons. Um, all right. Well, I will start with um, I will start with Lyndon Baines Johnson. I will go oh. a little LBJ because you can <laughs> nice. never have too much LBJ with your Johnsons. Um, that's my first Johnson. And my second Johnson, uh, I'm going to go. Man, this is tough. There's, there's a lot so of Johnsons to, to pick from there. Yeah. yeah, there's so many good Johnsons out so there. I don't know how people from. how many people. I don't know how people settle on just one Johnson. Um, Some people don't. I'm gonna go Keyshawn Johnson, number two. Keyshawn, oh, nice. I didn't even have get a little, Keyshawn on my list. Get a little uh, little personality there to go with Keyshawn. the the cancel out the no personality with LBJ. Yeah, I want to see those two together in the locker room. That'll be fun. <laughs> That'll be a fun team photo. Yeah. All right. Next up for me, uh, well, when I, when I told my wife that we were going to be doing a Johnson draft, uh, and she was, uh, she was giving me some, some suggestions, I'm going to go with one that sh- uh, she suggested. Uh, a fellow uh, purveyor of the Athletic Greens, uh, an Olympic gold medalist, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and I think she won Dancing with the Stars, I'm going to go with Sean Johnson. Oh, all right, I'm very mad okay. at you. She's on several of my lists, not just uh, this one. <laughs> I have one. no idea who that is, so congratulations. She's a former gymnast, um, really short. I don't know. She that's, is very short. Cool. It's the best way I can. That's most. I think a lot of gymnasts are very short, but I think that's the best way I can describe she her. She is uh, very, t- very tiny, but strong. Strong, yeah. like, strong like bull. Okay, strong I will take... I'm very mad about that one. Fine. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take... Uh, I, you know, I really. I'm gonna go sports then music. I'm gonna take Randy Johnson. Ah, that was the That's next good one, one on my list. All right, and then I'm gonna take. Boy, there's two musical Johnsons here I can grab. Musical Johnsons. Two. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go with Robert Johnson, blues man Robert Johnson. There you go. Is my third nice. pick. Nice. I like the it. guy Eric Clapton ripped off for his entire career. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Mario, I... you're back up. Yeah, let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay in the sports world. We got three athletes, three at three athletic Johnsons here. I'm gonna go with uh, the old Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Oh, you're gonna win the sports. <laughs> if there's a game, you're winning it. Yes. Of course, LBJ could probably uh, play left tackle or something if you wanted him to. Well, not I bet anymore, he could. but back in the day. Yeah, he probably played. As most presidents, I feel back in the day, they played football either Army or Navy or yeah, something like that. Exactly. All right, great. All righty. I Double get the Johnson's. two picks here. All right. Uh, I'm going to hire the driver of the team bus and go with Jimmy Johnson, former NASCAR champion. I think he's an IndyCar now, is he not? He's he at least did the Indy 500. Yeah, he's done some Indy races, yeah. But yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Jimmy champion. Johnson. So he's going to get my team to the stadium very quickly. Um, and then I think I am going to go with uh, Don Johnson. Oh, ah, gonna go a little, go. go a little eighties. We're all gonna wear our our suit coats uh, sleeves rolled up when we roll up to the stadium after Jimmy Johnson gets us there super quick. <laughs> Jimmy the racer is I E right J A M. Yes. All right, yes, cool. not, not the Cowboys. Jimmy Johnson, I E, not no, the hair guy. Race who is car. still who is still on the board? I mean, you need yes. a coach. <laughs> he is no longer on the board. I am also oh, going, man. I'm going to take uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson. He uh, he was the head coach of both uh, Miami University in the heyday. Uh, how about them Cowboys back in the 90s? Um, yeah, legendary coach. And the Miami Dolphins, too. Miami Dolphins as well. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he's also done some, uh, I believe, some uh, advertisements and sponsorships for uh, some some uh, products that help out his surname. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, I hate to do this, um, but I'm about to win this draft. Are these your final? These are my final two. And once I make these, you could just you guys don't have to pick anymore because it's oh over. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, I'm gonna save the suspense for fifth. Uh, I'm gonna take Don's daughter, Dakota. Dakota Johnson. Because she's. Very, is she the very pretty is that and talented? The Fifty Shades Fifty of Grey? Shades of Grey girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was okay. gonna say that name kind of rang a bell. Da- daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffin. Yes, okay. um, but that's not why I've won. I have won oh. this because oh, no. I am taking uh, from Die Hard, uh, from Family Matters, Carl Winslow himself, Reginald Vell Johnson. Oh, Thank you. Right. Solid pick. I Solid pick. That's some that's some serious that value a, there in the fifth round. Great pick. I am the wiener of the Johnson draft. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were sitting on that one. You were like, no way I they're picking Carl Johnson, Winslow. And it got uncomfortable for a minute. I was afraid <laughs> that, that someone would pull the Johnson from under me, but we're okay. Fantastic pick. Yeah, that's a sleeper right there. That was one of the first Johnsons I wrote down. And then I had a thought. I got out of the shower, and I'm like, is it Jackson? Is it Reginaldville Jackson? And I freaked out, and I looked it the up. The whole like, draft board gets blown up. All right, Reginaldville Johnson is a Johnson indeed, and there he is go. my fifth and final pick. All right. My fifth Johnson so will stupid. be. We get paid for this. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's... We're on the clock, folks. This is clock. This is what you pay for. Yes. Um. Keep All right. getting those memberships. <laughs> Final Johnson. I'm going to go outside the sports world. Oh. I'm going to go into the uh, the fictional world. Okay. And I may need a ruling on this. All right. But uh, my wife and I 
enjoy the show uh, Blackish was on ABC for a very long time. Uh, just wrapped up the the series finale uh, over the spring. We just watched it recently, and I would like to pick the Johnson family from the show Blackish. Oh wow, that's a there you go. I mean, it's a big roster. Yeah, and it's uh, also spilled over to a spinoff called Grownish, where it follows uh, their eldest daughter into college. There's also another spinoff called Mixedish, which showed the uh, origin story of the mother, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, which I also enjoyed, but only lasted two seasons. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Andre and Rainbow Johnson family. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, if, if speaking of big rosters, I'm going to go for a ruling, and if you guys disallow it, I've got, I've got a backup plan here. But I would like to draft the entire product line of Johnson & Johnson's. <laughs> give me the baby powder give me the no more tears shampoo is this allowed yeah fine oh man if, right. if mario gets the johnson family you get the entire company of johnson the johnson and johnson, and johnson nice you are, right. you are now the the ceo of uh, johnson and johnson congrats sweet congrats i hope all those i hope all those baby powder uh lawsuits have been settled yeah, before yeah. i take the grains well, apparently not. If, I was, if, you watch, if, if you watch nhl network apparently not have you Cancer from talcum powder? Call us. Oh, boy. If you wouldn't have allowed that, I was going to draft uh, somebody whose name popped up that I've never heard of, but I'm going to go to Spotify and see if I can find somebody. It's an American jazz musician from the uh, who passed away in 1954, and he's got the perfect name for this draft. Dink Johnson. Dink Johnson <laughs> is my honorary sixth member of this team. Dink Johnson. Uh, yeah, Dink I, Johnson. I will be spending my afternoon listening to the musical sounds of Dink Johnson on Spotify. I left uh, two Johnsons uh, off the board. I had ACDC lead singer Brian Johnson oh, I was there been. and uh, Cubs legend Reed Johnson. Yes. Uh, another big I also Johnson thought about history. drafting the Howard Johnson tr- chain of hotels. But not the baseball uh, player. <laughs> maybe the baseball player. If I needed some <laughs> chewing tobacco, I would have hired him up. Um, yeah, there's there was that and... Um, Nobody drafted uh, Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Yeah. That's kind of su- surprising. Yeah, There's lots. We could definitely, we could have had four or five more teams in this league and still been okay. <laughs> There's a lot of Johnsons left angling on the board, and it's just, it just is I'm, what it I'm, is. It's only five I'm, rounds. I'm also surprised left on the board was Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Ranger. See, Hope told me I needed to pick her, and I said, look, i had never seen a single Power Rangers episode, mm. so I'm going to leave that to the folks that have seen them, which I assumed was Mario. Um, yeah, but, I watched yeah, the I original never, Power never, Rangers. Yeah, yeah. I never I was, did. Uh, but Hope showed me a picture, and I was, yes, I could see why she would be drafted. Was she the one that got herself in a little, um, speaking of Johnson's, a little uh, trouble later in her career? Uh, I do not. I do not. Or is that a, is that an urban legend? I, I thought there was something I don't, about I don't know Power Ranger. Uh, like was she in being other sort of caught in precarious positions? Oh. That I do not know of. I only All right, to the of, Google machine. Yeah, I only know of the I only know of the Power Rangers, and uh, yeah, that's, that's personal where, life. Is this what we're looking where it at? Ends for me. Uh, music directing. I don't see anything that would be. Uh, there's no like controversy no. or crime no. category on her. Controversy right. page. Yeah. All right. Well, there there they go. Maybe Never it was just then. an urban legend then. Yeah. Well, it's not too late. All right. Uh, I think. Oh, we need to we need to learn about Owen. You and Sean Johnson can tell us all about it. Owen Johnson? Yeah, sure. Okay. Owen Johnson. Let me look him up. Uh, no, this is about uh, Owen, spelled O-W-Y-N, standing for only what you need, 
and it is a 100% plant-based protein shake that works just as hard as you do. All of Owen's products are 100% free of artificial ingredients. They are allergen-friendly, they don't contain any gluten or dairy, and thus make them easily digestible. Uh, you may have heard about Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields using Owen. Uh, he follows a plant-based diet as well, and he is 2-0 as the Bears starting quarterback in the preseason. So look at that. Owen and CHGO are right now partnering up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase at liveowen.com when you use the promo code CHGO20. That's 20% off of your first purchase with the promo code CHGO20 at liveowen.com. I myself have tried the Owen products. Uh, after some workouts, they do uh, wonders for me in my elderly age, trying to uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> trying to recover from my elite workouts, like there Justin Fields. Uh, they 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 help me uh, feel better after working out, and um, yeah. So be like myself and Justin Fields, the elite athletes yes. that uh, will will tell you all about Owen. Again, that's O W Y N. Only what you need. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the CHGO Blackhawks uh, Ridiculous podcast we had today. Uh, we did some serious stuff, but hey, it's August 19th, yeah. and we got to talk. Bring some. on the regular season. <laughs> Please. I uh, want to give people one more reminder about the special White Sox Guard Your Cash Bet. This is on Sunday. Use the code CHGO on points bet. Make a $51 bet, either pregame or live to get up to 2K in risk-free bets, a yearly CHGO membership, a size C sock shirt, an exclusive CHGO sock script shirt, only available with this offer, and a pair of slides from the CHGO locker. All you need to do is sign up on the PointsBet app using code CHGO. The best deal in town just got better, so remember that for Sunday. And the other reminder we have for you is uh, starting Monday, new show time of 1.30 live Monday through Thursday. Make sure you're subscribed on all the podcast apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean. I heard that's a real one, Podbean. Podbean. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Podchaser is another one I saw. Um, there's a lot. Uh, Stitcher, all those things, all those yep. places you listen, hit that. If you have all those apps, subscribe on all of them. It all helps. We appreciate it. And if you got a few, you know, maybe 45 seconds this weekend, take some time. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. All right, so we'll talk to you on Monday, 1.30 p.m. from our West Loop studios. What are we going to talk about? Who knows? We'll see. Hopefully we have some new Blackhawks news by then. But until then, for Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. <laughs>